Heart of Our World podcast presents a bonus series. Our 2019 trip report. Day one. Hi, I'm Keenan. And I'm Rachel. And on this episode of Part of Our World podcast, we will be doing our trip, trip report. report. Yes. <laughs> Finally oh, made it to it the world. It feels like it's been so long in the making. Yes. And it really hasn't been. It has been. A year and a half, maybe. Long time. <laughs> but I felt we every went to day Disney World, and now we get to talk about it. Yes. And we are very sad to be home. So this is Oh, yeah. The Disney depression is real. Alleviate the pain to share our trip with you all and hope we can spread a little joy from the joy that's left over in our souls from Hopefully. the most magical place on earth. For sure. Yeah. And it was. So we're going to spend this episode and we will probably chunk it up into some segments um, and release these at later dates where we just go through our trip and talk about it. And I know that people go to Disney all the time and I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and there are podcasts where they're annual pass holders and DVC members and they go four, five, six, a dozen times a year. And so sometimes they don't do trip reports and sometimes the trip report is for them is like the first 10 minutes of the episode and they're like, hey, yeah, this is what we did and it was cool. But I think something that maybe separates us from other podcasts is that for us, this is a huge deal. And this is a once every three year expedition and we're already planning the next one for 2021. I'm trying to get it to be sooner, but it doesn't look good. Yeah, for I don't me. know. We'll see. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it, it is like a major occasion for us. So hopefully, our listeners enjoy hearing us gush about this Disney trip yes. because there are certainly some lows, and I think we're gonna at some point talk about highs and lows. But overall, amazing, amazing, incredible. Yes, loved it. Magical. Magical best word to describe it for sure yes shining shimmering splendid Ugh, all of those things yes but first something i regret not doing on our last episode was we had mentioned i think a month ago that we wanted to start sharing itunes reviews with you guys um one because they're just really cool and encouraging and um two you guys take the time to read these so write them what i say read yeah yeah write them <laughs> And we want to share them with our listeners. Thirdly, we hope that this would maybe encourage other listeners to leave an iTunes review because it makes us feel good. Yeah. But also, it, it really it really is. I mean, iTunes reviews are how our show gets noticed by other people. So if you actually do like the show, thank you for listening, first and foremost. But also, you can leave an iTunes review, even if it's just going in and marking it with stars, but writing something... Is what we'll read aloud. Yeah. And that's even and better. And we'll read so. yours on the show. And the more five-star ones we get, the better, of course. But yes. be honest. We yeah. want feedback. We do want feedback regardless. If you're going to absolutely slam us, maybe like direct message us on Twitter or send an email to partofourworldpodcast at gmail.com. That would be ideal. And we can work on that. Yeah. And then maybe increase your review score. But we said... On I think two episodes ago, and by the way, in the last episode we did with Cassie from Dislikes and Tidbits, that was a whirlwind yeah, that time. Was... I mean, it was like we saw Aladdin, met with Cassie, did the podcast, 
and then left for Disney. Yeah. So it was just, you know, hyper-focused on on those things. And I am a teacher, and I was wrapping up the school year, and it was just... And I got sick. You got sick. Yeah, if you saw my it was crazy. Instagram story, you know that things were unraveling quickly. Yeah. So we forgot that episode. But we, we do want to do, do this. So um, we are actually going all the way back to our first reviews. Um, so we're still picking up where we left off from last time. So this is all the way back in February. We don't want to neglect these reviews because yes, they mean a lot to us. to us. So here's our first one. Okay. From Tom in SD. Keenan and Rachel are just a wonderful listen for any Disney fan. Their love of all things from the House of Mouse shines through on every episode. Doesn't matter if it's the parks, the films, or the music. They're always creating great discussions in a fun, positive, and interesting way. But don't just take my word for it. Give them a listen and find out for yourself. Thank you so much, Tom. Yeah, Tom. Thanks for the kind words there. We also have another one from Disney Fan for Life. It says, awesome and fun podcast. I really enjoy listening to the show each week. They bring lots of fun to the show, and it helps me get through the day. The hosts are awesome, and they keep things fun. So thanks, Disney Fan for Life. We yeah. hope that you keep listening and that this we'll helps you with your things... Disney fandom. Yes, we'll try to keep it fun. Right. Let's do one more, Rachel. Okay. This says, make part of our world part of your world from Justin Monorail. This is a great Disney podcast that covers a wide range of topics. Keenan and Rachel are fun to listen to and bring great information on every episode. I highly recommend subscribing to the show so you never miss a new one. Keep up the great work. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks Justin. Justin. That is Justin from Monday Morning Monorail Podcast, who will be guests on a future show. So stay tuned for that. That should be coming sometime this summer. Yes. I'm excited for that one. That'll be that'll be good. Okay. Well, without further ado, let's jump into tonight's topic, which is our trip report. So, 7 days and we're just going to we're just going to go through and kind of talk about each day and go through highlights and here's what we did and our reactions to it and all that jazz. All that. Yeah. So, we left Columbus, Ohio, which is where we're from, go Bucks, on a Wednesday morning. Our flight was at 5.25 in the morning, so we woke up at about 3.30 a.m. Yeah. My brother-in-law, Nick, thank you, Nick, thank I know you, he Nick. listens to the show, picked us up at 4.15 a.m. Yeah. It's disgusting well, just to think Even about at it. that time, we were hustling to get on oh, the yeah. plane and get our luggage checked, which I'm pretty sure it didn't make it on that flight, but it didn't really matter. Yeah, we checked in and they were like, by the way, for late luggage check-in, this might not arrive. We're like, whatever. Yeah, the like, last time we flew to Disney, our luggage arrived at four in the morning, so it's fine oh whenever this arrives. Yeah. We, we prepared this time to not have our luggage. But yeah, we made it to our flight as it was boarding. Yeah. Like, we just got there in time to get to the end of the, hey, if you've got kids under six, you're up. And that and was us, on. so was there we go. Yeah. Um, everything, the, the flight over there went smoothly, which is great. Can't say the same for the return flight. Um, I was talking with Doug from Rope Drop Radio, and he was just like, yeah, we had a great flight out. So they went to Galaxy's Edge. He's like, yeah, we had a great flight. It was perfect. Uh, so we are doomed. We're cursed for the flight home. And it is it is true. They got delayed for their flight home. Really? So that's just how it goes. Um, but yeah, we got to our, uh, we got to MCO on time. We had no issues getting to the Magical Express. And we what get, time did we make it to the actual resort? Uh, like nine. Nine something. And nine, it felt much later like in that. the day it at did. that point because we'd been up for six hours at right. that point. But we got there it was and still it was pretty breakfast early. time. So we mm -hmm. got some Mickey beignets, 
with some strawberry sauce. So good. So good. And then just walking into the French Quarter was just, ugh, it was great because it's a beautiful resort. We're finally in Walt Disney World and that just first impression of that beautiful fountain and this beautiful place and... Yeah, I have a huge smile on my face just you talking about it. I mean, just picturing it in my head. If you have not been to French Quarter, check it out. It is considered a moderate resort. We went through a travel agency, Magical Vacations Travel. We went with Darcy Phelps, who gave us permission to use her on this show. Um, I found her on, there was a Reddit thread, and they, a bunch of people recommended Magical Vacations Travel, specifically mentioned her by name. Uh, she was great really just did everything we asked for for this trip including changing dates because we changed our flight all sorts of stuff Um, but one of the reasons i want to mention this on the podcast is we got a pretty good discount on the room base it was an agency exclusive discount and you have to get the you have to jump on those pretty early so i think we booked this back in like october but we were staying at a moderate level resort for you know in between moderate and um Value, value prices. Like, it was budget. like so, it was like in between, um, but I don't know. Saved several hundred dollars by going going this way. Yeah, and um, even if we had paid a premium for French Quarter, French Quarter was just it was great. I loved it. A beautiful resort. Yeah, and some people say that it's like the resort's a little too small for them, which I don't really understand because you're only really going for me. Like no, the just, size was perfect. Yeah, I was like, we're going to our room, to the pool, and to the buses. Pretty much. So I wouldn't want a big resort. I hadn't heard people complain about the resort size. In fact, I've heard the opposite, that Riverside is too big, so French Quarter is where it's at, especially when it comes to the buses because you're not waiting with as many people. Riverside had three stops to it. Four if you count the main entrance. Um, But I have heard that it is not the closest to the parks and didn't really notice that too much. Nah. You know what I mean? I mean... Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, they didn't feel too long. We only did one day at Animal Kingdom, and that was like a 20-minute bus ride, but that's Even also that so fine. far out there. So, yeah, yeah. location was, was great. I thought it was fine, so. and the resort itself was beautiful. The room was great. Mm-hmm. I like coming back. I know some people are like, you don't spend any time in the room. Why spend the money? But it's just nice to come home after a long day at the park to just a nice place to yeah. Rest your head. For me, the room was fine. I wasn't like... It was cool. I loved the theming. But I was like, well, whatever. It's a hotel room. But the resort itself, the resort grounds, there was one morning, which I'm sure we'll talk about on our trip report, where I just got up and kind of wandered around, read for a little bit. Sasagula Float Works is our quick service, which is where we got the Mickey beignets. It was nice. The pool was awesome. Oh, yeah. The pool was so, great. Yeah. The resort grounds, I felt like, is what we were paying for. Yeah. So now when we arrived, they did tell us, hey, we don't know when your room is going to be ready, but we got your request and it looks like it's been granted. So for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, you can request a specific room. And if they can't get you that specific room, they'll get you as close to that room or that room type as possible. And what we did was we used touringplans.com and you do have to subscribe to get this benefit. But they will just automatically fax the room request for you. And you can go on their website and you can look at a map and click on any any room, look where it's at, 
look at the view from the room, yeah. see the amenities in there. I mean, it's just, you get yeah, everything. It's awesome. And so I picked a specific room that it was pretty close to the bus stop, not far from, you know, the front desk. Not far from the pool. It was very centrally located. Yeah. But still but quiet. But not like on the pool. Yeah. So it yeah. wasn't super loud. And we got that exact room. Yeah. It was just crazy. So they told us, hey, room's not ready. We don't know when it will be ready. Yeah. So we're like, what so, do we do? So we got breakfast. Right. Re- yeah. We got breakfast. We got Mickey Beignets. Mickey Beignets sauce. were fantastic. My sausage gravy and biscuits were. Gross. I'd say gross. I mean, honestly. It was like dog food kind of. Not that bad, but not good. Cold, right? Like most of my meals were were pretty good. Yeah, this one was that bad, was straight bad. Good. It was cold. It was lukewarm. Hardly any sausage in the gravy. Come on, it just looked like slop. It was bad. I don't eat sausage, so I couldn't try it for myself. But the eggs were fine. Nothing yeah, special, but they were fine. I think. Yeah, I think I just stole a little bite. Yeah, but they were fine. Like, they were okay. But the beignets were amazing. The beignets were great. I wish we'd had them more, but we had so many treats at. You know, in the parks and stuff that we couldn't justify getting more beignets but it was a beautiful way to start off the trip with for sure we should have just gotten those probably but i was hungry i know but Mickey beignets, and the sausage gravy and biscuits was only like four bucks i thought oh that's a pretty good deal that's four bucks because it's garbage <laughs> four <laughs> it's bucks for poop. so don't get that uh in fact i stayed away from sausage gravy and biscuits the yeah. rest of the trip even at other breakfasts because i was just like it's breakfasts. probably the same stuff yeah, breakfasts. you heard me. <laughs> so we didn't know what to do. So we were like, well, we could go swimming. But for all we knew, like we were there again, like at nine something, maybe 10. But mm-hmm. we didn't like regular check in is at three. So we're like, we have five hours till maybe the room is ready. Right. So are we going to go to the pool for five hours? Yeah, back? which That's we knew we wouldn't. So and we were like, oh, we could go to the pool for a little bit. Um we also had an Amazon Prime Now order coming right. in like the next hour. We're like, do we wait for that? Do we, we don't need to be here for it, but like, should we be here for it? And we're like, eh, let's just go to Epcot. Let's just go to the parks. So we had a ticket for Epcot that day. We had a fast pass, not until 2.30 in the afternoon, but we're like, let's go. Yeah, let's just go <laughs> to Epcot. We were just eager. Yeah. We just wanted to get to the parks. I mean, um, if you know anything about us, we're big theme park people, and I don't just mean like Disney because I think there are plenty of Disney people who are not theme park people. They go for the shows and the music and the characters and all that stuff. No, we love theme parks. Like Cedar Point is very close to us. Kings Island, which is, a, you know, like the ugly stepsister to Cedar Point. Not nearly as yeah. good. But we love like theme parks, roller coasters, right? just the whole environment. We love that going was our to show official festivals fun stuff fact, like that. official first date was uh, Cedar Point. to Cedar Point. And yeah. we went hard that day. And this Epcot day was no exception. Yeah. We did it Meadows, or are we about to say our last name? Yes. Meadows style. <laughs> that, most people know our last name. Yeah. Um, and if you're wondering, oh, your first date, you went to an amusement park and spent the whole day together. We we had a crew that was supposed to go and everybody bailed at the last second except for one person who was just like, wait, it's going to be you and Rachel? I was like, yeah. They're like, no, you, the two of you should go. Like, you're clearly into each other. I was like, okay. Well, all right then. But it definitely set the tone for our life. relationship and marriage <laughs> and now life. Anyway, we digress. We just kind of just go. We just went. And just and boom, yeah. boom, boom, do what we can, maximize the time that we have. And that's what we did. But we made a we fatal mistake because, to. yeah, 
but we get to Epcot and we had zero plans, which again is very uncharacteristic for at least me. Yeah, Keenan, like because he had planned the whole trip pretty much, but we were not necessarily planning on getting to the park that at early, ten o'clock so... in the morning. As, yeah. I thought at earliest we'd be getting there around lunchtime, yeah. and maybe we'd meander for a little bit, eat some lunch, and then go hit our fast passes. No, this is like five hours before I thought we'd get there. Okay, that's an exaggeration, but a few hours before I thought we'd get there. So we show up more like, oh, I don't know. So you already know we subscribe to Touring Plans, the app, and uh, I, I'm going to make a YouTube comparing that and Kenny's Character Locator and just other resources like the, the My Disney Experience app to help you get through the parks. Highly recommend this one. Um, but it gives very accurate line wait times, more mm-hmm. so than the posted times. So we look at it, and we're like, oh, Journey to Imagination is the shortest wait. Yeah. We hadn't done it. I'm like, I think I had done it as a kid, but I don't know. We didn't do it on our previous trip. We know that it's a cult classic among Disney fans. So yeah. Like, yeah I... let's, let's do it. Whatever. Some... We, have, we have nothing else to do. Let's go to Journey into Imagination. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, the weight crept up as we got closer to it. We're like, ah, whatever. Fine. It's like 20 minutes Again, now. Again, we don't have a Let's plan. Just Let's just do it. And it's air conditioned. Yes. And it was a hot, hot week at Disney when we oh, were yeah. there. So Every day was hot. We were happy to get into some, out of the sun and into some AC. Yeah. So we get in. Even though, when we did get in. The line took way longer than expected. And I and joked. And it was an annoying line. Yeah, right, because... <laughs> Figment's just bouncing. Oh, annoying music yeah. the whole time. Well, the was there. I don't think oh, the song. Not, just the like song wasn't in the line, but it was zappy and like. And, well, and there's that one section where you've got the the professor's offices. Yeah, and, and like, telephones what, the phone ringing, is ringing, and, and it's like, not settling. And it was like 15 minutes just in that one elbow. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it a while. I joked. I was like, "This is probably the longest that we're gonna wait." And it all was. week it was except for aladdin yeah it really was all week that was the longest that we waited and it we turns about... out sorry for those of you who love figment you might have seen my twitter post already i was bored at the airport i'm like let's talk about how journey into imagination this is the worst ride at walt disney world but both of us agree but it was the was worst ride garbage? we experienced all week yes and and i and apparently, like you have said, and I just listened to Doug and Derek's show over at Rope Drop Radio. Um, and they're getting all the shout-outs today. Yeah. And we um, love those guys. We do. They uh, they were talking about how just, you know, different from the original and have just kind of shoehorned Figment into this whatever it is ride that is just not good. Yeah. There were some responses to my Twitter posts that were basically... It should be one of the best rides at Disney. It's about creation and imagination and using your mind to come up with all sorts of cool stuff. Yeah, but it just didn't make sense. And it should be in the spirit of Walt Disney. And it should be, because like the essence of the ride is that, it should be amazing. Yeah. And I don't mind the concept of the ride, the five, the five senses doing all that stuff. But like the story didn't make sense. No, it's People like, love the song. The song I thought, thought was pretty annoying but it could have been like we just thought the ride sucks that the song was annoying but oh my god it just felt like a complete waste of time yeah like well there none of the animatronics were good it's you know what i mean there's like a charm to a lot of these old school um yeah rides like carousel of progress where you're like okay it's dated dated, and it's kind of boring and i can kind of see why people don't like it but it has this enjoyable yeah and it has this touch of walt disney this just felt like poop. Yeah. Felt like poop. 
Yeah. What did I just, why did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> so we've got. Like I'd see this at King's Island and be like, okay, this is a King's Island show. Yeah. I don't <laughs> e- maybe. Like, I don't even know what it was. Goodness gracious. Honestly. So maybe like, and again, if you have listened, you know that this is only my second trip ever to Walt Disney World. So I have not been around to see the original, which I hear was much better than whatever was left over and whatever they redid. I went back and watched it after um, Trent from Disney DNA was like, you need a history lesson. I was like, okay, go check out their podcast. It's a good show. But I was like, all right. And I went back and watched it. I was like, oh, yeah, I kind of vaguely remember this. But like one thing I will say about the old version of the ride is excellent animatronics, cool concept, I, I and I can see why people would love the old version of the ride, but the the one that we saw, muy bad, just not good. Yeah. So. Sorry. Yeah. We hope you, you come can... back next week and ignore if you're a lover of the ride. People have their opinions. That's just our opinion. I can understand that people love that ride. They have an attachment to it, and I think. From what I've heard, most of the people's attachment to that ride comes down to Figment, which I think yeah, he was fine. A fine character. Figment's great. I and mean, the, great. And the song, know, but yeah, which was a um, one little spark. Yeah, and it, and it was uh, what what are the brothers who did the Mary Poppins songs? It's one of their songs. Okay. So yeah, so it's like a classic. Cool. But Disney, is, they can do much better than this ride. Yeah, I don't know how it's there's still a there's a few attractions is. we saw where I'm like Disney, you can do a lot better than this. But this is like the tip of the top. Cream of the crop. Cream of the and crop Journey bad. into Imagination is where Oh, I'll you're stop. saying Disney is cream of the crop and No no no, I'm saying like this is the cream of the bad crop. Oh, okay. The, the bad cream, the, the spoiled cream. Spoiled this is the cottage cheese. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but even sp- Scottish cheese is Scottish cheese. Scottish cheese. Cottage cheese is we edible. Love the Scots. This is not edible. I'm not going on this ride ever again. No. If they redid it, sure. Maybe. I'll be there. Yeah. So, anyways, that's get too out much that. time for a bad ride. That we <laughs> we just get spent. out of that, and we stumble into the Imagination Pavilion, which has Ralph and Vanellope. We saw that movie. Cedric really likes. Cedric is our four-year-old son, by the way. Really likes Wreck-It Ralph. Kind yeah. of a long line. And it keep in mind, we long. had not seen true like character lines yet. We didn't. We didn't really have a gauge as for yeah how long this is how long be. this would take and what's an acceptable line length slash time to wait. Yeah. and so The last was, time we went was in October, and so it was much less crowded. Yeah. And this was much longer than most of the lines we ended up waiting in. I don't know if we had seen this later in the trip if we would have waited, but it was fine that we did. Again, it was yeah. inside. It was right, You know, we wanted to see those guys. And they did so. take a break, which yeah. lengthened it. Um, but Vanellope was super sweet. Yeah. She, like, when she exited and came back, like paid attention to our son of all people in line it was like giving him high fives and stuff yeah the first spoilers here the first friend of ralph was not as good as the second friend of ralph it was just much more animated that was flipped the first what did i say the first friend of ralph was better yes than the second than friend the one of that ralph. we got yes it was much more animated high yeah. fives and fist bumps and yeah. all sorts of stuff the, the second guy i was like, like standing there I had to ask him for a fist bump. Me too. Begr- and he begrudgingly obliged. Yeah. But he was tired. That's he's okay. tired. Even um, though he was, was in fine. the air conditioning. It was a cool first meet and greet. Yeah, it was fine. But it, So we get out of that. I don't know. It's probably 
11 o'clock at this point, and we still don't know what to do. We kind of hang out, meander for a little bit. I take some slow-mo videos of the reverse fountain. Uh, and then we see the butterfly canopy, part of the Flower and Garden Festival. So our first kind of exposure to this festival. That was cool. Mm -hmm. It's very humid in there. But tons of butterflies. Yeah. So it was fun. That was neat. Just walked through. We didn't yeah. spend a lot of time there, but oh. I'm glad we did it. Yeah. And then we wandered over to Club Cool. Which is right next to it. Right? Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. We go in there, we try our first Beverly. Yeah. Which we both were like, hey, maybe we're the people that like it. You know, that first sip, it's kind of nice. It's like kind of like, sweet. Oh. Like, oh, I might be like the... There's a little bit of bitterness, but I like bitter drinks. You. You know? Yeah, but then it hits you. Mm-hmm. Like, and oh. it, we're like, no, this is it's trash. It's sour bitter. It's like bile. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. So that's how we feel about that. And we got our kid to drink it. It was really cute. Yeah. There's a little video of that so. on Twitter if you care to see it. He, he was he, all... We're like, do you like it? He kind of nods, like, yeah. He likes you, to please, so he's like, yeah, I like it. Do you want more? He just like shakes his head with a disgusted no look on his face, like, get this trash out of my face. But we had so much fun, at, fun in Club Cool. Yeah. And I'm sad to hear that it might be going away. So there's nothing official there. I don't mean to scare anybody. And you know, we're not, you know, fear mongers with with rumors that we've heard. But we do know that they're going to do something with that pavilion, possibly even demoing it. Will Club Cool end up somewhere else? I don't know. But we Hope wanted so. to make sure. I remember going to it as a kid and, and enjoying trying the different flavors and stuff. And um, yeah, we really wanted to do that. Cedric loved the melon flavor. He like still we, is The next time we went it. back to Epcot, he had to have it. We're in the airport. He's like, I. He sees like, a vending machine. He's like, I want watermelon drink. Can I get watermelon soda? <laughs> he calls it soda, yeah. even though we're from Ohio. Yeah, I don't know where that comes from. Um, so that soda? was a lot of fun. Um, and then we stopped and ate some lunch outside the Fountain of Nations, which isn't remarkable that we did this, but while we were sitting there eating, the show, the Fountain oh, Show yeah. came on. That was nice. I forgot about that. Yeah. I'm glad you missed like, oh, Cool timing. This is great. Yeah. We just packed and some PB&Js. We discovered on this trip, for whatever reason, our son loves fountains. It's like, yeah, probably. <laughs> like, it's just like drawn to them, like yeah. a bug drawn to light. Just He has mm -hmm. to go to the fountain and play in the fountain and... Yeah be one with so the when fountain. that show started he was just like oh Ooh. this is crazy <laughs> yeah so that was kind of a tone setter for the rest of the trip that he would be super into fountains and we'd have to stop at every single one and he'd have to put his hands on every single one yeah and... the first one though was the one outside of the imagination pavilion yeah so he didn't play in that one he did oh yeah twice because then we went back to it and he played it again but anyway oh, yes yeah. by now we're starting to realize okay there's something with this kid in fountains yeah Maybe. All right. Well, anyway, we finally um, get to our fast pass at this point. We don't actually. No. Okay. Because we had our first fast pass was for Soren at two thirty, and we still had at least like an hour to kill at this point. But we noticed that Mission Space had no wait. It was like five minutes. Our kid loves space. We're like, well, we've got a fast pass for Mission Space, but maybe we can go there now, not wait for it, and swap that fast pass for something else later. Um, we ended up riding Mission Space twice. In a row. Back to back. Because there was literally no wait. And I've heard a lot of people hate on this ride. And I totally see why in the sense that it is definitely dated. Yeah. It, it really needs an update. We did not do Orange where they're, you know, you're... Spinning you or whatever. Yeah, and you're simulating Zero-G and it's kind of intense. I almost went back and just did it by myself just to experience it. We did the green with our four-year-old. He loves space. He loved... 
you know, flying the spaceship. Yeah, I think he, he actually was calling it his ride. What, yeah, he was like, this is my ride. Yeah, this is mine. Um, so that was great. I'm glad we did it. I'm glad we did it twice. Yeah, um, we got we, to be different roles. Different roles. Which were very important in this ride. <laughs> had I failed, I don't know what would have happened. Yeah. But. Well, I think they would do override and just press it for you. Thank God. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a um, I don't know, cheesy ride, I guess. But you do get a feeling, yeah, get a, little a little bit of feeling of, feelings, of flight. It's fine. It's like we have it's, like a science museum really close to us, and I could see them doing something like that. Like I don't know, it's, it's like a better version of everything that they do at our local yeah. science museum. Nothing more, super remarkable, but yeah, more like all. What's the word I'm looking for? All sensory. You're like more involved. Yeah. There's a story. And and really not intense for kids. So if you've got like four, five, six-year-old that's worried about rides and stuff, I think you could do this one no problem. I think so. Yeah. Unless there's it a might be a little, little intimidating, issue. right, when they, when they strap you in because it is, yeah, a little claustrophobic. But that's the extent of it. Yeah. Cool. So, we finally, it's time for our fast pass. So we we head over to Soren, but we check the Baymax line real quick and the Joy and Sadness line. Joy and Sadness line is still like forty minutes long. We're like, no way. Baymax was like ten minutes. So we hop in line. Our kid falls asleep. Yep. <laughs> we gotta wake him up At to meet point, Baymax. At this point, I mean, yeah, he's been up for ever. At least twelve hours. No, 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 because it's not two thirty yet. So like eleven hours. Something like that. Yeah. But yeah, he falls asleep. We don't have a stroller at this point, by the way, either. Because we checked it. Yeah. We brought our own stroller. We ended up checking it. So he's walking his little legs all over. He was a champ. Yeah, he was. He was a champ. And we nope. carried him sometimes, too. Yeah, but, but he didn't really complain. No, he was kind of just going with it. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, he was he was keeping up yeah. there for a good while. I think he couldn't remember who Baymax was once, cause, or in general, because at one time he called him Wally. <laughs> <laughs> but... um. Baymax is a cool meet and greet, super cuddly. Yeah, and, and just like cool, you know, like you, there's not another character in Disney like that. Mm-hmm. Just this inflatable friend, that's yeah. like in like super awkward and funny, just like in the movie, like yeah. doing the poses and like standing, it like kind of shuffling over and whatnot. Yeah, one sweet thing about Baymax that I almost forgot about was our kid was half asleep, and he was just like, "Oh no, I can't," you know, I'm just too tired. He wanted to just keep sleeping, and we're like, "Well, you know what Baymax is." He's the, I forget what his actual title is. I knew it at the time. I think I Googled it. Health assistant yeah. or whatever. And we're like, he'll make you feel better. He's like, oh, he will. But after that ride, he was like ready to go. Yeah. So we're on, or I said ride. But after that character meet and greet, we're ready to go. We're on to Soren. I wish I'd pre- prepped our son more for Soren because we prepped him for every roller coaster and he was just all about it. He was all about riding Soren, but I could tell it was a little frightening. Yeah, you've got the airplane much. and the kite. Yeah, and the, the, the surprises that would yeah, kind of jump well, up. Well, each at you. transition, they're kind of coming at like a, you whoosh. with something. Yeah, and so, so he, like I was like looking over at him, he like looked kind of like pissed off a little bit, like <gasps> like kind of mad yeah. that he got surprised. But later he was talking about it and seemed to like it. I don't so. know. He was like, I don't want to ride that one again. Yeah, but he said he liked it. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> we, it's hard to get a straight answer out of a four-year-old. Turns right. out. I love Soren. It's one of my favorite rides. Even after mm-hmm. riding Flight of Passage, which was this was, this year was our first time riding it, Soren is still at the top of my list. Not, yeah. not, not the very top, the tippy but top. it's still up there. So I would love to experience Soren over California. Yeah. Which a lot of people say is better. Who knows? We don't. Um, then we, we got the know. iconic Mickey ice cream bar and 
Went. Just kind of sat outside, enjoying that. It was nice. And we have the Chase Visa Disney card. Mm-hmm. That gets you into two meet and greets. One is at Epcot. So we did that. And it was Mickey and Goofy. Classic style. Classic. I mean, we knew it was going to be one, two of the Fab Five. I loved the, like, hue for it. Just some old building that oh, they yeah, used. So, yeah. It had, like, those it weird, weird mirrors. It was like, crazy, the... like, psychedelic. Yeah. Like, what, hologram type mirror sort of. Yeah, so if anybody knows what that used to be used for, hit us up. Because I doubt they made that cue just for a character meeting. Yeah, rate. it smelled a little old. It did smell I old. I must say. But, this is a smelly place. Yeah. But it was. But we got to meet Mickey there. Yeah. And it was a good interaction. They spent time and it was real sweet. I don't uh-huh. know. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I made friends in the line. With the, oh, the yeah. Iron Man bubble glove. Yeah, that was sweet. Yeah. So then we um, we were able to change our Mission Space Fast Pass to Nemo. The sit down and ride ride? The the one where you, it's like Nemo in the seas and it's like a dark ride sort of. And then like the, yeah. I didn't realize that the aquarium is like the background to those like yeah. actual aquariums. The ride cool was idea. not very good. Yeah, I think it's a cool idea. It's like, oh, there's actual fish like as part of the, you know, quote unquote story or whatever. Yeah. Which took me a while to realize that was happening. But yeah, the actual ride itself was kind of like, whatever. It's kind of dumb. Yeah. I did appreciate the crush scene where you're going through the EAC. Yeah. And it really felt, I was like, whoa, what direction are we actually heading right now? It's kind of like disorienting a little bit. But other than that, unremarkable. Yeah. But again, the at this week that we were there, it was always kind of nice to get inside to do a nice, cool, dark ride. Oh, yeah. And changing our, changing a fast pass to that didn't really save us too much time, but probably about, like 10 minutes. Whatever. Yeah. Who cares? Uh, then we did Turtle Talk with Crush, which is kind of, I don't want to say staple for us, but we've got a four-year-old, so it's like, put him down in front, yeah, hope he gets we called on. He had yeah. his hand up the entire time for like a question. And I was like, he's kind of, yeah. He wouldn't have known what to ask had he been called on. It would have been interesting to see, but... He would have made something up on the spot, probably. Something that didn't make sense and probably wouldn't be a question, but... <laughs> um, so maybe it's for the best that he didn't for get the called best. on. But he will be like, I didn't get called on for that. Like, he remembers that he did not get called on. But it's okay. Yeah. And call him on all of them. But that's a fun kind of interactive show, and yeah, it was it different from so the last cute. time we saw it. Because Finding Nemo 2, well, Finding Dory, sorry, was not out yet. So they incorporated elements from Finding Dory into the Turtle Talk with Crush. Hmm. You sure it wasn't out yet? I, I'm sure that they didn't have the whale True. and Hank the octopus so maybe it was, the last time we saw it. come out or something. It might have just come out that summer yeah. that we went to Disney. But they, it was not part of the show. So that was kind of cool that they did some changes to that. Then we did our next Fast Pass, which was Spaceship Earth. A classic... I'm kind of worried about this ride with like because you know they're gonna shut down Spaceship Earth for yeah. like a year and change it. I don't know if it will survive. Yeah, because when I was going back and I was watching the video on Figment, I also went back and watched our journey into imagination. I always went back and also went back and watched video for the um, oh shoot, what's it called? World in Motion or something like that it was the, the predecessor to Test Track, and I watched Horizons, which was a a building that was completely not there anymore which is now where mission space is and they all had that same aesthetic the same kind of animatronic the same 
style, the narration where you're going through and we're teaching you something. And that is like at the heart of what Epcot is. It's like a science center, but mm -hmm. Disney. And I'm like, I thought Spaceship Earth was untouchable, but now I'm like, I don't know. It really does kind of have that like dated nature to it. These other rides that are now gone had. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm cautiously optimistic that they will just update it and be done. They could completely change it. Who knows? Who knows? I've I've heard rumors that they're gonna like make it a hotel, which I don't see. No, 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 no. They're they are building a hotel in Epcot. Um, I don't know if it's inside like the gates, but like basically on Epcot property. I yeah, see. Like, yeah. So that that should be cool. Um, I you know what? I think I did hear that rumor too. I really hope that's not true. There's no way they turn Spaceship Earth into a hotel. I think they have to give it windows. No, totally ruined Spaceship Earth. I, it's just not going to happen. There's no way. There would be rioting in the streets. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 great. It's a classic. It's also nice to get out of the heat and into the darkness. It's a nice long ride. It's long. Good point. Um, it's People are going to think I'm hating on the ride for saying this, but it is kind of unremarkable. It's just an yeah. animatronics history lesson. Basically, right. uh, during the backwards part, though, when like the kind of like it gets dark and the get the lights that it's sparkle twinkly. and look like yeah. stars, that it was just like Spaceship Earth is cool. It is cool. I love that part. And I'm like, yeah, it is. It is really cool, despite being unremarkable. I mean, it's just I don't know. Yeah, I picked my language that time so I could practice my Espanol. Right. <laughs> the whole thing in Spanish. I had to be you in built, a separate. You built your vision of the future in Spanish. I did. It was excellent day. Yeah. It was That's muy a great verde. segue, Rachel, because si. then we went to Mexico. Sí, si. and got to celebrar con margaritas. Sí. Si. So you might have noticed that we've spent our entire time on this first day at Walt Disney World in the Future World Showcase, and that is because we're going to spend an entire day in the World Showcase. However, there's one exception to that, and that is that we had a dinner reservation at San Angel Inn, which I don't think is how. The average person says That's it. how I'm going to say it. San Angel Inn. <laughs> and uh, this was kind of our anniversary dinner. Now our anniversary was a week prior, but we did nothing for it. And Yeah, literally nothing. We're like, we'll celebrate properly at Disney. Because, yeah. again, the whole leading up to vacation, Keenan ending his school year, it was just craziness. Yeah, it was There's just no like, time to focus on it's going to be at Disney. Put yeah. in the request, let them know, hey, this is our anniversary dinner, all that good stuff. Um, we'd also kind of had a bucket list item, which was to go to La Cava de Tequila. And so we did that and we were going to get some spicy habanero margarita that was on Rachel's list. Both of us have been yeah, I was struggling the, handling our spice. Yeah. The mail, maelstrom, maelstrom margarita that someone, I forget who it was, I'm sorry, but, um, had recommended that on Instagram and it looked amazing. I saw a picture of it and it looked lovely but i had been experiencing some upper gi issues up to that point i didn't even know if i would be okay to eat most of the treats or drink any any drinks and so we yeah. decided to go tame and i have to pop heartburn medication every day yeah so we were like mm, this seems kind this of intense means we're getting old but so we asked the hostess what she liked she recommended the avocado avocado margarita which we had had already had heard it was kind of like on our radar again yeah 
The same Instagram friend. But we're not a huge fan of frozen margaritas. We like it on the rocks. With salt. Yeah. We're like, whatever. Let's try it. Yeah, let's try it. It was... So good. Delicious. Incredible. One of the best margaritas I've ever had. Yeah. So smooth and creamy and... And I'm the type of person that feels bad like paying too much for a drink. This was like a $15 or $16 drink. No regrets. It was so good. It was good. And we sat there in the Mexico Pavilion, inside the so, pyramid, which is in like the marketplace. It's it so good. So, like, Our kid fell asleep, and he was just lap. sleeping yeah. on this bench on Rachel's lap. And we just sat there drinking margarita. And it was like, yeah, it was almost like we had a little bit of alone time for our anniversary. <laughs> a tiny bit. It was like sweet. Ten yeah. Um. Yeah, and I just I love like Mexico. I think that's my favorite pavilion because I did study abroad in mexico and mm-hmm. there is so much of that like that spirit there like they do a really good job of bringing in like authentic mexico mercados and just that whole feel so mm-hmm. and it's nice and cool like the atmosphere is just awesome i love it they do there. an amazing job with it yeah it's great i agree so, with you. i don't know if it's my favorite but it's in the top yeah so i was completely happy to be spending my it was anniversary such, it was there. such a fantastic moment so we finish our margarita we decide our dinner reservation still isn't for like another half an hour and we decide to hop on three caballeros of because course. of course there's no wait for it there's a little bit of line but it's like a couple yeah, minutes yeah just you know it's steadily moving and this ride I, I, this is another one that's like i know it's the revised version from the opening day attraction but it's still a classic yeah. A lot of fun. It was good. Yeah. I like that ride. I don't know. Again, I don't know how long that one's going to last. I'm wondering if they will replace it with a Coco. Well, there's rumors thing. of the Brazil pavi- Pavilion. And isn't one of the birds Brazilian? No, say. I don't I think, know. I think so. I could be wrong. I actually haven't seen We need film. a fact checker. We do. <laughs> we do. Show. Because I'm pretty checker. good about like fact checking stuff, but not if it's moment. off the cuff yeah. like this. So, anyway, if our resident fact checker out there could get back to us on that, I do believe that one of the ver- birds is Brazilian. So they're thinking about moving Trace Caballeros to Brazil. No, no, no. But just there's this idea that maybe they could do something else with that ride and do something with Trace Caballeros and Brazil. Who knows? That's but I'm with you. I don't know. I know one of our future episodes, we're going to talk about rides that we think need, like, updated or replaced or rethemed or whatever. And I think this one's going to be on there just in the sense that you feel the dated nature of it. Yeah. And you've got the, the it's a small world animatronics. I'd say that because they're, like, the same style of it's a small world. Yeah. And you've got the three caballeros who sing at the end. But other than that, it's just like you're going through like Mayan ruins and stuff like that. And it's like there's a lot you could do with that ride that are not reliant on mm-hmm. three caballeros. So, yeah, I love the three caballeros. I do. I enjoy the ride very much. Yeah. I'm just not. Sure. We're not. We're not saying we want to like replace the no. ride, but it just it just seems like hmm. Is it, it's time. It's probably on the limited. list. Yeah. yeah. So we finally so. make it to San Angelin. And we, of course, ask if we can sit by the water. And they're they like, oh. They say it's like a long wait. Oh, an hour, basically. They're like, oh, 45 yeah. minutes to an hour to wait to wait for that specific table. We're like, oh, we'll take first available. They walk us <laughs> to our table, and we are right on the water. I mean, it was... It was great. It's beautiful. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Keenan's 
gonna cry over here. I, I, <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. Loved it. And we had heard mixed reviews about it. Like, oh, yeah, the- people, a lot of people were hate on that restaurant. Yeah, what I've heard, you know, the atmosphere is great, which everybody yeah. knows, but everything else not so much. Yeah, like the food's not great, or that like was you not sit our experience at all. The people next to you, or yeah, this and that. But that maybe was... we got lucky because we were on the water, so we did not have a table right next to another table. But it didn't look like the looked like the tables were that close. Yeah, I don't know if they changed that or not, but um, but yeah, we had just a delicious dinner. Yeah, I got chili rellenos. And with cameroon. Yes. With yeah, so shrimp, chili rellenos. And that was, a, I thought it was delicious. Yeah. Um, Keenan got something with pork. Yeah, I got the tacos al pastor, which was grilled pork um, with roasted pineapple, onion, and cilantro relish and salsa verde. Yeah, it was and delicious. you said it was really good. Yeah, it was really good. We got a cheese quesadilla. And you know, one of the things we we kind of theorized was, well, people have great Mexican restaurants all over across America. Like if you live in a major or median city, you've you've got great Mexican restaurants. So maybe people go to this one and they're like, nah, it's just as good as those. Maybe it's not as good as their favorite favorite local restaurant. But I'd say this was as good as our favorite local restaurants. It definitely beats the ones around us. Yeah, and I think that we that, routinely um, go to. DVC Duo had mentioned that it's not your typical Tex-Mex. Maybe that's people's mm. gripe against it. Is it is more traditional. I it's, couldn't get enchiladas, which is like my my go-to Mexican restaurant dish. Yeah. So, yeah, so that could be it. It could be that's not like what you're expecting. And like, for example, like the queso fundido, like the melted cheese, isn't like that, you know, yellow cheese dip that we're used to, but it's like actual gooey like cheese that you know stretches and stuff so i've heard people say it's like just not what you expect yeah the 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 fresh salsa that they bring to their table what seemed fresh it was real good it was spicy yeah so um you could also get the i don't think you could get this all of the same margaritas as la cava de tequila i could be wrong there but the avocado margarita was on there Mm -hmm. should have ordered another one I've heard um, the mole there is really good too. If you like mole, which is not for me, which I don't, but some people love it, and I've heard it's good. So if you're into the, that kind the, of thing, our meal was phenomenal. Delicioso. I mean, I think one when of my we favorites do, for the yeah, when we do our top whatever highs and lows of this trip, this for both of us would probably yeah. be one of the top meals that we had. Mm-hmm. And then our lovely server. Um. Gave a nod to our anniversary, and mm-hmm. at the end, he brought us some desserts. It was like Which some was like chocolate, chocolate moussey type thing. Yeah. It was really good. We were really, really full at that point, but we ended but up we doing a, a pretty good then, job. And yeah. <laughs> basically ate the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. So that was and nice. And sitting by the table wasn't, or sitting by the water was amazing. Yeah. We, you know, we tried to wave to the boats and see how many people we could get to wave from. Yeah, we had a game. I think our record was four. Four. Yeah. So if no one waved, we called them boo boats. <laughs> That's just a boo boat. They're not waving at us. Yeah, so if you're in a boat on Three Caballeros and you see people from the restaurant yeah, waving be... to you, wave back. Don't be and lame. So simple, especially if it's a little kid. Yeah. A little four-year-old boy just trying to get some waves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, he had cheese quesadilla, his favorite food. Yeah. He asked for that for like, every dinner at home, so yep. he was more than happy. Mm-hmm. And he ate it. Like, he did a pretty good job. He did. Yep. So it's always a pleasure. 
when yeah, your kids so eat. Our reservation was at 6.30. We were done by like 7.30. And we knew, hey, this is our travel day. We've been up since 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> um, we did not want to stay any longer. Yeah. It was time to go Time to go home. back to the resort. And that's what we did. Mm-hmm. Got our groceries from Amazon Prime now. and Yeah. That took a while to unpack, actually. But yeah. It was the end of our first nice, day. It was great. Cool AC. Hit the hay. Hit the hay early for the following day, which we were going to rope drop. Rope drop an hour early because we had dining reservations at Be Our Guest an hour before the park opened. So stay tuned. This concludes our day one pod blog whatever you want to call it trip report we ended abruptly because we honestly thought we would just keep going but instead we decided to turn it into a seven part bonus series so if you enjoyed that stay tuned we will do the rest of our days coming to you soon <laughs> are you ready up to neverland Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.